Welcome to episode three of Tipsy Twigs. Let's crack open a cold one with your favorite benders. All right, so today's episode, we got a few topics we wanna we wanna touch base on, um, and I think we're going to start with the U.S. and Canada women's game on the Olympics because that one was pretty intense. Um, I'm not sure if you caught any of it, but... I didn't, unfortunately. Uh, I was going to bed as it was starting, so... <laughs> you were going to bed? Yeah. Well, I was getting up early to go to the gym. Um, and then I... Because I have to get up early, because then I have time to shower and then go to work. Um, so, unfortunately, I didn't... Uh, didn't get to catch any of it and I have yet to watch any highlights but oh okay well I did watch it I didn't watch it like live because that was the night that I went to hockey in, um, in Syracuse um, so I didn't watch it live but I did watch the replay the other night and mm-hmm. my goodness uh, I take back anything I said last episode about it not being as physical just because there's no checking because as soon as Canada and the US get on that ice together uh, like it explodes like those two teams together like playing against each other is insane it's like there there isn't obviously checking because they're not allowed to but they do everything else possible (laughs) did you watch the full game or was it just like no, no I watched I watched the full game the whole game was like two and a half hours, I think it was, ended up being. There wasn't that much stoppage in play. Um, there was only about, I think like four penalties called. I can't remember the exact number. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, so the Canada had, I think, two penalties that they didn't score on. Actually, um, Hillary Knight actually scored a shorty on Canada's, I think, second power play. Um, and that ended up giving them... Connor loves Hillary Knight. Connor? Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. You, you were telling me about that. Yeah, yeah, No, so the, in the in the game, it, it started off really rough for U.S. Not going to lie, it was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. We were already down 3-0 into, after the first yeah. period. Um, Cam just, like, jumped on us, like, like... Like, they just kept getting zone time. It just, like, it was just insane. And then, obviously, they were into the second period. A penalty was called on U.S., so mm-hmm. it was, you know, power play for Canada. And um, there was, like, a, you know, a commotion along the boards. I don't remember who, I, I can't remember the name of the person who assisted Hillary Knight, but she basically did a really nifty pass from her, her scrum against the boards and sent Hillary Knight off into the um, neutral zone and obviously came with her, followed her pass. Was, and it, was a, it was two on them, but it was a two on two. But what mm-hmm. happened was Hillary went for a shot when she first like entered the offensive zone and had some space. She went for a shot, hit off of um, one of the defender's legs. Hillary was following her shot, so she shot again, 
uh, once again the goaltender made a save with her leg and then the third attempt that Hillary did as she was following her puck the whole time mm-hmm. was just a nifty little drag the puck around the goaltender because the goaltender was sliding to one, one side and obviously Hillary was going the other direction yeah. um, and that ended up being the shorty that um, Hillary scored to make it 3-1 by the end of the second period so going into the third period they were still down um, two goals and uh, they ended the game ended with the US on a power play uh, with like a minute 30 left in the third period they're only down um, by one at that point right no 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 they were still down by two ah. they um they were down by two through all of the third period until they got this power play with like a minute 30 left mm-hmm. and at that minute 30 left they got this power play and 13 seconds before that period ended they scored so then it was 3-2 with 13 seconds left in the third period. Oops. Unfortunately. Well, too little. Too pull late. it together. Yeah. <laughs> they couldn't pull it together. Um, and so Canada obviously took gold from the U.S. because we won it last, last Olympics. Mm-hmm. Women's won yeah. it last Olympics. And so unfortunately, but, you know, it goes back and forth with those two teams, you know, those, those high-caliber teams. So... Yeah. Um, Canada won gold, and obviously we got we got silver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was uh, listening to some another podcast, and uh, they were talking about it a little bit, and they said um, it's it's funny because like with the the men's game, it's like yeah, like once they're in it, you know, they're trying to win, and they run each other over and whatnot. But when it's best on best, like they're kind of talking about before we get too much into the men's both the u.s and canada like they got knocked out in like the semis um like they're it's not as scrappy and not as like yeah i hate that team whereas like the women's game they're talking about like yeah they hate each other and they hope that yeah like one guy said it's like yeah i hate you enough to hope to like within like the final seconds of the game break your leg so you can't hold up the trophy with or like get the medal <laughs> with everyone else what <laughs> went for the that as the women's yeah like the women's what like hate each women's? other like that much it's like it went from like they used to be like you know i can't like shit on canada because you know we have to grow the women's game and now it's like we've grown the game i hate them <laughs> I feel like that's extreme. I feel like they they might hate each other, but I don't think they would go to that extreme. Well, not to that extreme, but he's over-exaggerating. Well, I, I, you know, I can't say much on the the rest of the world's women's team. I didn't watch all their games. I watched a few of them. It's just, it's just the the caliber between, uh, like the talent between Canada and the U.S. is just so top tier. That it really ends up being, oh yeah, it's gonna be the finals with these two. Like I, you know, I'm not trying to be offensive to anybody else in the world. It's just that's just how it goes. Oh, yeah, at least on the women's side, so not as good I'm as... not surprised. It's kind of like with um, it kind of varies who they're playing, but like with women's soccer, like you know that they're 
talented enough that they'll probably make the final. And who it is against? I mean, there's there are a various amount. Like it's not, it's less so like just the two, you know. Um, but like you know that they're good enough to like they're gonna most likely make the the gold medal game or if it's World Cup, you know, World Cup final or whatever. Um, yeah, it's. Like, I wish I could have watched it because uh, everything I've heard from you and everyone else I listened to it's you know it's an exciting game it was a good game um I definitely have to watch the highlights go on yeah go on Peacock and watch the replay it yeah. has the whole full game yeah I'll have to you can even watch um, the full game I would suggest watching the full game because there's like a lot of stuff that like happens like mm-hmm. there's some extracurricular in front of the ca- Canadian goaltender at one point because the US was just getting so frustrated because Canada was doing a really good job of not giving U.S. time or space, especially when they were on the power play. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I said, was getting really frustrated with it. So there was some extracurricular activity happening. You know, there were some, there were some you know, gloves to the face action with a few women, um, which obviously is it's part of the game and I respect it. Um, so yeah. I would I would suggest watching the full replay because you get you get some you get like the idea of how like intense it is like how like th- that rivalry that tension between those teams like you can cut it with a knife it's like insane mm-hmm. like yeah. you're, I'm you know we're watching it all the way across the world and we're just like holy crap they want to kill each other <laughs> like they, they they do not want to lose <laughs> yeah. Especially because it's just, it's such a fierce rivalry. I mean, like, even with the men's, it's, I mean, there's a bit more, you know, they like Russia, and so it's more competitive from other teams where it's like, right, Canada, yeah, they're nine times out of ten, they're making the gold medal game, but everyone else, like USA, Russia, Sweden, you know, they're good enough teams that they can at least compete, if not maybe even make it against them. Um, or maybe even beat them, uh, so it's possible, but, you know. And, like, well, that's, like, kind of, the, I think, the main difference between the men's and the women's game, where it's like, it's like, all right, yeah, the women's game, it's really just the two teams, but they're pretty close in ability. Um, you know, Canada may or may not have that slight edge, but just because it's Canada, but... (laughs) What about it just being Canada? What does that have to do with it? (laughs) Uh, They're just talking, so, you know. Born in snow, stick in hand. They learn how to to stick handle before they can walk. Yeah. It's definitely fun to watch and fun to see. And I think what I was saying even before um, the Olympics started... Uh, it wasn't really me, but like someone was talking about how, um, like it's probably best for the women's game that the men didn't go. It's like as much as everyone wanted to see the men go, they, you know, like not having the men there put the spotlight on the women's game. And then, you know, as far as I can tell, they did not disappoint and definitely broke more light to, to the game. Just I guess I wasn't checking, but from what you said, it was still physical and 
exciting. Oh yeah, so. that like like I said before, I take back anything about me being biased towards checking and because of you know because of the men's mm-hmm. National Hockey League. Yeah. I take it all back. When you have two teams that are like that, it's like it, there's no need for the checking. You can see how physical they get without the checking. Like, like, like they did literally everything else but the physical slamming of the person's body into the boards. They were still pushing, shoving. They were still, you mm-hmm. know, wrapping the arm, trying to get the, you know, the upper hand by getting in front, your shoulder, or arm in front of the other person. There was plenty of like. You know, gliding them into the corner, kind of pushing them into the corner. Yeah, just you guiding know, them was, into the wall. Yeah, there was like, the, like I was, I got plenty of like little hip movements. You know, I, actually, women are better with their hips anyway than men, um, which was <laughs> what I was finding out recently when I was, um, when I was doing hockey. We, you know, one of our coaches does does some skating drills with us, um, and she's been skating since she's like probably like five, mm-hmm. so like forever now. Um, and she was like telling us this. She was like, you know, men have a really hard time like opening up their hips, um, because if you need to be able to do that, you know, in order to do some of the movements in, in skating, which yeah. I have a hard time with because I can't, I my hips are just like immobile apparently. Like they just like don't want to move anywhere. But I found this. The, I just found it interesting because it was like, yeah naturally women are able to maneuver and in their hips are just more mobile than men's hips are and so actually some of the skating styles and techniques are easier for women to do than for men to do because because of just that natural flexibility in in those hips mm-hmm. um you know the downside is that you you can technically dislocate your hip more as a woman than you would as a man but that's besides the point yeah. <laughs> I was just we were just doing this these drills and I was like I literally cannot do what you're saying and she was like well you gotta fix that you gotta stretch you gotta do this you gotta do that I'm like I don't know if stretching is gonna help me like freaking like take my leg out of its socket and turn it sideways like you want me to like I was like I, I, I don't think this is physically possible for me to do <laughs> um, but there you go there's your beverage you know yeah what do you got going for you? Uh, Budweiser. Oh, I'm doing Bud Light. Nice. Well, my roommate and I, we we change off who buys the thirty the thirty rack mm-hmm. of Bud Lights. I think that would be pretty cool if we sponsored by Budweiser or Light or whatever. We we are it, but I think it'd be pretty cool considering we are a drinking podcast. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, we actually uh, the last past weekend. Because it was Super Bowl, obviously last weekend. Um, which, by the way, I had three parlays and missed each parlay by one stupid thing. <laughs> like I, I needed, I needed one. I did, you know, I do this very small bets, like five dollar bets. I did a five dollar bet on a parlay where I would have won like one twenty, which was pretty good, pretty decent. Oh, yeah. All That's I great. needed, I know, and all I needed was Joe. Um, was who? Uh, Mixon. I just needed Mixon to score a touchdown. Obviously didn't hit it. Hit everything else. Didn't hit it. I even hit the freaking Odell touchdown before he got injured. Uh. But, and then my second parlay, I hit everything. Even though, like again, I had Odell touchdown there too. I had everything except for Odell getting 64 yards. He was, he was off by 11 by the time he got injured. 11 yards, that was it. And then my last That's one. <laughs> 
I know. The last one that I was like banking on, which I had literally everything again. Mm-hmm. I needed um I needed Burroughs to just rush eleven yards. That's all I needed. That's all I needed. And he rushed eight, but then get fucking sacked and it went down to three. Oh. And I was like, um I was like, I don't think that's how this works. That shouldn't be how that works. Like a slap air. Uh. I was like, it's not his fault that his offensive line just crumbled and he got but whatever, I was like, fine. So I lost that one too, because that would have also been a five dollar bet for like two hundred or something. Oof. So I was just mad because I had three that were like really good parlays, and I missed each one by one thing. And most of those things were Odell freaking getting injured, and I was like, come on, <laughs> why'd you do this to me? It's like you couldn't have gotten one more catch, just one more catch before your ACL blew. <laughs> but. <laughs> There's one anyway. more before you leave the game. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't care if you hobble those 11 freaking yards. I just need those 11 yards. <laughs> Damn. We actually did a 30-pack of Bud and then a 16-pack of Rolling Rock because, like, up here, Rolling Rock is, like, I don't know, like $12 for, like, 16 Yeah. So I think it's, we did that. I think it's a Pittsburgh beer because I know... Rolling Rock? One of the one of my old roommates, um, the guy from New Hampshire, he was kind of talking about it, and he's a big beer guy, and he's talking about. It. I think it's like a Pittsburgh beer that. I think I like mean, for a time he worked at a, a liquor store. Well, it's like a, a stereotypical like college beer. It like reminds me of. This might offend some people, but it kind of reminds me of like slightly a step above like Natty Light or. Like, it, it's just that type of beer. Yeah. I mean, you, with a lot of light beers, that's what, you, that's what you're going to kind of get. That's true. That's true. Although Sam Adams Light is pretty good. I actually enjoy that one. And I don't yeah. consider it so, like, watery. I guess that's probably part of the whole light situation. Oh, yeah. Probably. <laughs> no, it just happens to be cheaper, so that's why yeah. I buy it. You're on a budget. To get back on more of a topic, uh, did you want to talk about the highlight of ho- the hockey? And I think for a lot of people, the highlight of this Olympics probably was like that USA Canada women's gold medal game. Yeah, for sure. Anybody who in, who's a definitely like the biggest watcher. event of the of the competition. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll, we'll move on then. Um, yeah. I do want to talk about Tuka Rask. Um, I don't know if you know, but he retired. Tired, yeah. Didn't he, he have like a hip problem or something? Yeah, so last season, last spring, he tore I want uh, hmm, something in his hip. I want to say like labia or something. Something labia? Mm-hmm. Don't quote me on that. I don't remember exactly, but he messed up some a ligament in his hip, and he had to get surgery on it. He got surgery, I think June, and he was going through the recovery process. And we all were told, you know, he's probably not going to come back until February. Uh, and then, in like November, we heard that he's on ice and he was practicing, and we were like, uh oh, like. 
like what's going on like good mm-hmm. thing bad thing like what's happening what's what's you know he wasn't like practicing with the team yet obviously he was just on the ice practicing so yeah. it was like okay this is this seems good you know next thing we know he's coming back like almost a month earlier than he expected and so mm-hmm. everybody's like holy shit this is great you know yeah. he's recovered you, you know um he's gonna do so great for us blah blah, blah. you know he was never back to normal basically mm-hmm. yeah he was never a hundred percent he kept having this lagging issue with his hip he even admitted to having like just like never being a hundred percent again uh, mm-hmm. you know he did have some great saves he did have some really good nights and then he had some off nights and and that's just you know how it goes um, and so he eventually they after I don't remember what game it was but after one of the games he basically was like listen I think I still have to do some more rehab like there's some like something's not going right um, and then he so then he was out they had a you know recall back Jeremy Swimming back up to um, you know back up to play with with Allmark and you know the next thing we are hearing is that Rask has decided to, to retire um, mm-hmm. and basically in his statement you know he thanks his whole teammate he loves the fact that he was there for like 15 years um, and in just Boston and how Boston's like a second home and will always be his like adopted home or whatever yeah. you know he's giving all his his the normal things you hear in a, in a retirement <laughs> speech mm-hmm. um, and he basically states that he's not playing anymore because of lagging effects from the surgery and he can't play his best and he has no idea like if it would get better he doesn't want to do that to the organization and he's trying to like you know he makes his peace he's basically like I want to spend more time with my family now too you know um, and so he ends up calling his retirement mm-hmm. I guess at least he has his cup um, he wasn't the starter at that point but no he was he was secondary at that point but he still yeah. has one yeah uh, it's unfortunate because I think everybody wanted him to be the one as yeah. a starter getting that cup and you know we were so close what was that 2019 mm-hmm. when it was the one against the, the blues uh yeah 19 right yeah we were so close then we had a few chances before we made it to the playoffs last you know and we're in good shape to make to the playoffs again so i think everybody was just like this is his last chance last chance and then the next thing you know He's like, uh, well, goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Kind of leading into the game against the Rangers. I mean, Rass may be gone, which is, you know, one of the greatest goalies. Sad time. Of, of the Bruins. And He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, easily. 100%. Um, I forget what stat was, but, like, it was something, like, he's... Oh, he was the most winning... Uh, goaltender I think in Toronto Maple Leafs draft history or like the second most winning goaltender in Toronto Maple Leafs draft history um that'll go down as a really bad trade for the Leafs <laughs> one of the worst 
<laughs> but yeah, so right. we're kind of um, going into what, that. What's the what's the trophy against it? The Ven Vensi Ven Vesna. Vesna. Why do I keep saying Vesna? But he's won that on multiple occasions as well. Yeah. So yeah, like I don't think anyone's disputing that he's absolute Hall of Famer. He rightly should be. But going into that game, I think you still have. I mean, uh, Allmark's good. He's a solid goalie, and then Swayman is, you know, he's definitely a solid one for the future. I don't know, like, yeah. Swayman is, is a nice up and coming. I think we got pretty good one on, on that one. Oh yeah, having him and on the roster. The, like, you know, I don't know if he'll ever be as good as Rask. That'll be incredibly difficult to. To match, obviously. I don't want to put that pressure on that kid. <laughs> he's he's still young. Yeah, you guys will be fine. You'll have one for the future, and I'd imagine he's only what twenty three. He's only going to get better. So. Yeah, twenty twenty three, I believe. I think it's twenty three. Right? Yeah, so he's young, especially for a goalie. Yep. He's young. So. Well, I, it, it's like. Yeah, I, like I said, I don't want to put the pressure on him, but he's he's looking pretty good for us, especially for being so young. Um, and him and Omark have a pretty good bond, and so I'm I'm excited to see where that goes mm-hmm. for the two of them. Um, good. You know, having that that veteran, you know, rookie type of relationship, which is nice. But um, I mean, if we're, you know, since we're on Jeremy Swimming, I'm sure you heard, but he. <coughs> attributes his, his goaltending skills to um, when he went to Maine, University of Maine, where his mom actually works as a professor. Mm-hmm. Um, he took ballet and he attributes his Very ability, his like, yeah, his flexibility and his ability, to, you know, to move quickly and such to doing ballet with, with his mom. That's I wouldn't there. have like assumed, a, you know, a goaltender or even a hockey player <laughs> to do ballet but yeah yeah i remember yeah. hearing about that and hearing about how the coach especially like i don't know like maybe also while he was there but definitely afterwards that he suggests all of his players um do it just for like the flexibility the strength and the flexibility um that maybe that's to what i need to do ballet so <laughs> maybe um, i need to take some ballet open up my hips yeah, <laughs> fix to, my uh, <laughs> fix my hips. I I yeah, I couldn't yeah. imagine. Yeah, that is hard. Uh, yeah, I don't have any flexibility either, so that it doesn't help. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I used to be decently flexible when I we switch stretch a lot with cross country. Um, Listen, I can touch my toes, and I call that a win. So. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, used to be somewhat flexible nothing crazy but yeah going to that game the rangers bruins game yeah um yep. range i think it definitely like this has been an issue for the rangers the whole season where they're not good five on five they're and i think we especially that first period when the rangers only had two shots on goal um bruins definitely were the much better team that the first period of it you know um, but I overall, like, it's definitely a great goaltending game, um, a goaltending, uh, match, and defensively it was solid, too. Um, I don't know if, I don't know if the game goes the Rangers' way, if 
Bergeron and um, uh, Marjander there. Because you yeah, just have like a little yeah. bit more scoring and a little bit more offense. I mean, the last two periods, I'd say the Rangers had more offensive pressure, but they didn't like they didn't have any like real good chances. I'd say I'd say like neither team like had any great chances. Like there were some, you know, obviously some, but for the most part, it was kind of bit more perimeter and especially with the Rangers like just Bruins were blocking shots non-stop and you know and I think it also just shows how bad they are on five on five I was um, gonna say I think I remember hearing during the game that like they score more on a power play than they do on five on five. Oh yeah they like they almost solely like they were like 40 percent or something before your break, before your two-week break, I heard that they were like 40% on their power play. Oh, yeah, they're, they're like, great on like the power play. The power play is solid, but... They're like 40% of all of their goals just come from power play or something like that. Or so, yeah. so it was something strange, like, where it was like, really? They don't score, like, five-on-fives? Like, what's going on? They like, the majority of the game, like, what's going yeah. on? <laughs> yeah, like, the majority, and especially, like, and just the, the Red Wings game that I was just watching then, it's like... They ended up losing in the shootout, so they came back, but they had one power play. Wait, you lost in the shootout? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. That goes my bet. <laughs> and I think the I think the Caps lost to the Flyers anyway, so there goes your bet. Oh, jeez. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I had the for anybody listening, I had the uh, a parlay of the Caps, Rangers, uh, and the, the Maple Leafs. Leafs won. All, Leafs won. All I winning. One handedly. I don't know. Yeah, well, that doesn't help me done. because it's a power play. So, I mean, power play. It was a parlay, so that doesn't help me. I lost yeah. two out of the three there. I thought that was a pretty good parlay, but I guess not. Yeah, it was, it was on, a good on one. On paper, it and is. it should have panned out because, <laughs> you know. But it just if. The way to stop the Rangers from getting any sort of offense, which doesn't make sense considering the you know offensive power that they have, especially in like the top two lines. There's like you see that, and it's like oh, they should generate like solid offense, and they've got good puck moving defenders. It's like you'd think they'd be able to, but I don't know for whatever reason they just can't. Uh, it's just you know. You could see it. You saw it in the Bruins game. I saw it in the game today where it's like if they don't go on the power play, they can generate some offense, but it's really more perimeter. Um, they're just going to pass it around and try to get some shots. But, you know, the Bruins are good at blocking shots, so that didn't help. But they don't generate much well, yes. Swayman offense had, had five a, on five. Swayman had a, 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 had a beautiful night during that game. Mm. He was doing great. He was uh, he was he was having a definitely an on night, yeah. especially when it came out to the shootout too. He was really sh- stepping up there. Yeah. You know, uh, you know what I thought was funny while we were watching the game. Um, your goaltender, who was it? Um, Igor Shesterkin. Yeah, I can't ever say his name, so I'm not even going to attempt. But your goaltender got pulled in the third. What was it? The third period, right? Before, like, oh, yeah, like, they they took him out because like of five minutes concussion. Left protocol it was like 40 seconds left in ot and it's like because he had yeah. got run over by um craig smith and craig then smith, yeah. they they let him play i think they i think they stopped it would they stop it for like a little bit but like they let him play 
and then you know later on they're like actually you're we gotta like go and check you out which is like yeah i I just remember that but at that point it's like he's already played a little bit and you know clearly he didn't want to go well obviously no no player ever wants to go even when they get concussed concussed because you don't want to leave the game you don't want to leave your team but like did you see the um reaction the the no not his reaction but like what the um the trainer might have actually seen did you see that video Oh, he's like zoomed like up blinking. on his face. Yeah, he's like constantly blinking, like he can't find his his like. He does that. It's not like he can't find time, his sight though. It it just seemed as though like he was blinking to try to like find his focus, and like he couldn't find his focus. That's what it looked like, at, at least to me. I don't watch mm-hmm. him constantly, so maybe it is just him. Yeah, but, like I don't like they sure. don't like zoom up on him all too often, but. But he was like lo- he was like blinking like a lot more than usual and like trying to find his focus. Like he kept darting his eyes in different directions. Like yeah. it looked to me, you know, as a as a bystander after seeing that that camera shot, that I could see why a trainer would be like, "Hold on, <laughs> I don't want to be responsible for this." You know, yeah. let's go check you out. But he came back for the shootout, so yeah, he still came back, so he's fine. Um, where the the trainer uh, Jim Ramsey. He's like going over and he goes like losing his money. He's like, I know. It's not my. Oh yeah, he got. It's not my toes. I gotta go. (laughs) He's so busy smashing his stick against the glass and everything. Don't shoot the messenger. (laughs) Yeah. I think, but yeah, yeah, he came back and I mean, for the Rangers, definitely a good thing because their backup, he's he's solid, uh, Alexander Georgiev. But he's not good with breakaways and shootouts. That's his main weakness. Oh. Yeah, really. Like, he just, I don't know. For whatever, there's like a hiccup in his game. Where he just he's lets up a lot of those. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was overall, it was a, it was a solid game. Um, like, it took the Rangers, what, two and a half periods to get a goal, but. <laughs> Oh, you know what? Sometimes that's all it takes. But I think it just, like, it shows... It's like they kept in it, and it was great to see that, you know, you know, to the last second there, they're fighting. And, like, they do come back a a good amount. Um, But it definitely exposed that game and this game I just watched. definitely exposed their lack of offense five-on-five and how they just, I don't know, they just can't gener- generate like they generate some on occasion like some really really good chances but for the most part it's just kind of passing it around you know maybe get a shot off or a shot that's kind of an easier one for the goalie to grab up and I don't know if they don't have that perfect pass like they always try to like force this perfect pass and like so they like give up a lot of turnovers and that kind of stuff because they're trying to force this pass and it's like Sometimes, like, they just need a shoot. Like, there's something... Like, there's a hiccup with this team where they just don't shoot. Like, there's times where it's, like, they're always looking to pass, and it's, like, just shoot the puck, go for it, because you don't know what's... Yeah, you can get a good rebound, or it could slip through or something. Just take... There's moments it's like, yeah, all right, the pass is the better option. But then there's other times where it's, like, just shoot it. You have nothing else on to shoot the puck. So, I don't know. 
that might also be part of the problem where they're just not shooting enough. Like I know the uh, Sam Rosen, who's one of the, or Joe Micheletti and Sam Rosen, they're both talking about how uh, Bruce Cassidy, like he's always telling the Bruins shoot, shoot, shoot. Whereas like yeah, yeah you shoot enough, you're gonna score. It's a you know game of you know, averages. Whereas like you. The more you shoot, the higher percentage chance you're gonna have of getting a goal or having something to go in. Yeah, so it's like just yeah. they just need to like get drilled into them. You know, shoot more. Well, like I mean, that's like you know what the teams to just shoot more. Yeah, it's like what even my coach like um, with the with the league that I'm doing. Um, he's always just like keep it simple. <laughs> you know the whole saying, keep it simple, stupid. Kiss. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's always he's like a, he preaches about that. He's like he's like I'm a basic guy. You're gonna get basic information from me. <laughs> he he's like he's like nothing crazy. He's like just keep it simple. I mean, do we? Yeah, because not we're not NHLers, so we can't be doing any fancy plays or or, or any type of like craziness. So yeah, we we pretty much keep it simple for him. Yeah. <laughs> and because our skill level is not up to par with the. Dancing around the ice like they can, but but yeah, it's the same thing. Just keep it simple, keep this passive simple. You know, shoot when you have an opportunity to shoot. Yeah, that's pretty much what he said. He's a very simple guy himself. He's like, you're gonna get simple stuff. I'm a simple man. You're gonna get simple drills. You're gonna get simple. I was like, okay, well, maybe you can change it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess you guys gotta start with the basics and then move up from there <laughs> once yeah. you get that down and your team's clicking uh, then you can start getting fancy with it well the only problem is because of like with covid and everything we don't really like, play games against other people it's just constantly like scrimmages at the end of our like practices and stuff yeah for like 10 minutes it's not even like a full like scrimmage it's like 10 minutes of scrimmaging and it's like three on threes because that's what we got going for us so yeah. it's like you don't even get that much time to even play in like a quote-unquote game situation because it's three on threes yeah. and it's just like i don't know it's it's, it's it is what it is it's just annoying because it's like well if we really wanted to because we're supposedly have a game with a um uh with a team in like skinny atlas or something up here supposedly we have one i have no idea if that's actually gonna happen you know no, I've gotten no information because no one fucking knows anything because of with COVID and regulations and with you know liability issues with like the schools and mm-hmm. stuff because we play at a university but we don't go to that university obviously you know it's an adult league <laughs> like we go and we have ice time from 9.30pm to 10.30pm you know I get back to Ithaca at like midnight you know it's that type of deal. It's not like we are prioritized, and it's not like we go to school there. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's like a li- apparently like a like liability issues too with it because if we don't have a rink we're using besides the university's rink. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, a very convoluted way of saying I have no idea when that game is supposed to happen or if it's going to happen. But it's mm-hmm. a little unfortunate because I would like to like be sh- driving for something other than just keep going. Like I like the guys. The guys are great. It's a great group of dudes, but like, I would like to strive to something, like have a game, like actually see what it's, you know, what we can do 
chemistry wise because we haven't ever like played with lines so like we don't have lines right now because we don't have to because it's all practice and it's all scrimmages <laughs> for not playing games right now so it's just a little unfortunate but i would like i would love to see that because then we would actually be able to see oh what the chemistry is like and then we could actually see if you know we don't have to keep it simple we can you know if you're if you're really you know working off each other's energy and reading each other well then you can do whatever the hell you please really yeah yeah <laughs> so it's unfortunate but yeah. that's where we're at well, i guess you'll see it's like I, I I didn't know these guys before doing this, you know, league like program and stuff. So like I I don't I didn't have chemistry to begin with with them. So like there's some people that like are friends, and then so they do have chemistry together anyway because they know each other. I came in as like a solo person, so I don't I didn't know any of these people. I didn't come with a friend or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it'd be cool to see if like who I would mesh well with like in game type of type yeah. of stuff. Um, yeah, you guys oh. find that out eventually. Or yeah, if it happens. <laughs> hopefully. I guess you'll see. Um, transition to uh, that Marshan suspension. Oh, Marshy. Yeah. Or repeat offender. Yeah, that's definitely um, why it's the. Listen, that is 100% why it was six games suspension. Yeah. It's like uh, six games is a lot. Um <laughs> Listen, I, I, I saw, like, I, I was watching that game, so I did see that, and I also saw the replay that they have. Like, he obviously he shouldn't def- be doing that. And, yes, he know. shouldn't, but he, he definitely had his emotions take over him. And he admitted that in, when in the press conference, too, like, later on, he admitted that, like, he didn't have his emotions in check. You know, he did quote-unquote kind of like high stick the goalie like it did go in like at his neck I don't yeah. agree with that even in in high pressure situations I don't agree with that did he admit that he was in the wrong yes do I agree that six games is a lot yes no one was injured it was the end of I think like the third period when when just everything I think it was end, it was end of the third or end of the second period I think it was the end of the third though I'm pretty sure I can't remember that. I can't really recall right now. I've seen too many games. Um, but, like, no one was hurt. It, there was no other commotion. They were frustrated. They were annoyed. You know, he was doing... The goalie was doing his job, okay? And then Bruins were just getting really heated and really frustrated because they couldn't score, even if they had all these chances, too. Um, and then Martian just had, like, the his emotions. is just didn't keep him in check and he did something stupid do i agree six suspensions with the six suspensions no i think it should have been less i mean he did go to try to appeal the six suspension thing i actually think it was like mm. a few days ago that he had that that meeting but he's already done i think we're on the fourth game now i think tonight is the fourth game that, yeah. of his suspension so yeah i might be in the minority with non-Bruins fans who are like I'm sure most Bruins fans are like maybe they can see like oh yeah he, sh- he should have gotten suspended but you know less or maybe some are like he shouldn't have gotten suspended at all no I agree with suspension that if, if you if you want to make sure that the, that the hockey league stays in check in some regard I agree 
he got he he didn't do the right thing his emotions were were out there and he definitely did something stupid and potentially dangerous <laughs> like yeah. i agree that there should be a suspension i don't agree that six games he is a repeat offender but he had a suspension back in i think november for slew footing because he's also a repeat offender like i don't agree if somebody else did it like let's say crosby or somebody did the same exact motion i do not think that he would have gotten a three-game suspension but Marshawn did because he's a repeat offender. Do I think it was borderline? Yes, but that's my own opinion. You know, everybody can have their own opinions. But he was also, it's. I think he's been a few years without a suspension, and now all of a sudden he's gotten two in this one season. Yeah. Yeah, I think if it's the same kind of action, like if he had, like, like, I know he had done slew foot in the past and everything. So, like, with that, I can see a bit more. Um, all right, he's a repeat offender. He keeps doing this. We have to up it up. Up, up, like, the punishment because he's not learning his lesson. So I get that aspect of it. But with guys that are, like, repeat offenders, I mean, I guess it depends on what it is. But, like, for certain things where it's, like, you know, the like his actions in the past shouldn't necessarily dictate what they like the punishment they have on like they give to like you know what he did or whatever but because like when i saw it like when he punched him in the head is like all right yeah he shouldn't be doing that but is it six games worthy like didn't he or did, what did he do after that with his stick he he high sticked him in the neck he like took his as as the ref was taking him away. He took his stick and he and he like poked him in the neck, like pushed him in the okay. neck with his stick. That I agree was like over the top. Like you you, you got the point yeah. across. You're frustrated over the top. I still don't agree with six suspensions though. I don't agree with six. Yeah, I, I think I remember saying that. Yeah, I don't know if it's six games worthy. Um, like. If he had, like, swung it like a baseball bat and, like, chopped at his neck, it's like, all right, yeah, maybe even more he should get, but kind of just poked at him, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean... Should he be doing that at all? No. You know, no, three games is probably sufficient. Yeah. But I don't know if, like, six six games is, like, probably a bit, a bit much. Um, and, like, my real issue is, like, not really... It's more so the the inconsistency with the NHL and what they dole out because like some things are like a 5k fine that are either exactly the same or maybe just slightly different than something that's like a three game plus suspension um to like it's just like it doesn't make sense it feels like they're just pulling this stuff out of their their butts you know they're just like not you know, staying consistent with it. It's like, yeah, like diff- sometimes different situations warrant different punishments, but there's times where it's like it's the same act, it's the same action that led to, you know, or at least a similar action that led to a similar outcome. Right. Yeah. It should be the same regardless of who it is. Unless it's the guy that's like, you know, if he's slew foot and he's been doing this either all season or the past however many seasons and he's, you know, hasn't learned his lesson. Yeah. 
give him give him more you know that makes sense but if it's like multiple different guys and you know it shouldn't be like same kind of action it's like 5k fine and then the next game it's like oh completely different game and different players it's a four game suspension or whatever you know right right I see what you're saying. I mean, I I agree that there needs to be some more consistency with it all. Um, I think it might be a little hard for the NHL to do that, though. Because <laughs> let's be honest, there are some players that they can't yeah. really do that to, or else everybody's up in arms, and then it becomes a bigger deal for them to have to handle. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. But... It can be frustrating, especially if it goes against your team, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, the lack of punishment can be... Like, my specific incident I'm thinking about is, like, Tom Wilson or Tommy Panarin incident, where it's like he slammed him to the ice, and he didn't even get anything for that. He got a 5K um, fine for pushing down on... Butch Nevis's head, like pushing his head into the, like punching his head into the ice, basically. Um, where it's like, yeah, should he have gotten something for that? Yeah, obviously he had his like, you know, trying to slam his head into the ice. Um, but to get then to get nothing for the other thing, and like even if you wanted to combine it, all right, he shields should have have gotten. I think he should have easily gotten something more than a five k, because like five k is like what's giving us like a ten dollar fine. It's like yeah, it's it's nothing. It's like, you know, it's what is it going to do? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. realistically. Talk about the trade. Tyler Toffoli going yeah. to Calgary. That's yeah. good for Calgary. Um, and it definitely makes sense for Montreal to start getting rid of, because they just need to, like, they've been kind of stuck in this position where they, they probably should rebuild, but they don't want to. Cause, they like, need they to. Either, They're worse than the Coyotes. They need yeah. to. Like, if you're below the Coyotes right now, you need to rethink a lot of things. <laughs> like, a lot. <laughs> yeah, I could believe they should have done this, like, years ago. Because they were always in, like, the, you know, good enough to make the playoffs, but not really good enough to go anywhere, apart from, like, you know, last year. But that was more so Carey Price just being Carey Price and absolutely stopping everything in his sight. Um... And then just, and Cole yeah. Caulfield kind of just popping off and coming out of nowhere. Yeah. So just, yeah, just for the, just for the listeners, can you just uh, tell them what the, the trade was? So the trade was Tyler Toffoli and, uh, who was it, um, to um, Calgary for a first, uh, first round a kind of a B-level prospect, and um, it was like one other guy that's more of like a depth guy, probably just for salary reasons, and uh, I think it's a fifth round pick. Um, so they got they got four for Tyler Toffoli to the Flames for a so it wasn't with anything else. Okay, um, for a first round draft pick, a fifth round in 2024 so there's a 22-2 for like this coming draft first round 2024 fifth round draft pick tyler pitlick and a 
prospect Emil Heinemann, who's, from what I can tell, he's like, you know, B-level prospect. He's all right. He's, you know, probably middle six, maybe depth, more like, or bottom six kind of depth guy. Depth guy. Um, I think, I believe he's a forward. Um, and then Tyler Pitlick, I think it's just more so cap reasons. Fair enough. Let's just hope they do something with this now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, let's see. Let's see them making some moves. Toffoli, he's he's uh, like obviously he's. I mean, no one in Montreal is having a good year. Um, so obviously he's gonna have a down year when Montreal's just not good. Um, but you know, when he was with Vancouver and last year with Montreal, he's he was great. He was a solid player. So they definitely got a a bolster. To their to their lineup, um, so and I think what they, um, but the, what I was listening to when they were talking about, because I don't really watch follow Calgary or anything that much, but what I was hearing is that it's only good for depth because like they have two like they have a solid top two lines, but then after that it's kind of you know there isn't too much there I don't think. So it's definitely a good thing. Um, I think it's a great trade for Calgary and you know Montreal. They got a first and a prospect who could turn into something. Um, the fourth, uh, fifth probably won't end up being really much of anything. I mean, maybe you never know, but it's probably nothing. And then it's Tyler Pitlick, who I think is just a depth guy. You would be lucky to have, to be a fifth round. Oh yeah, definitely. Obviously, anyone even the <laughs> seventh round guys are too much shit about a million that. times <laughs> better than me. But like in terms of being an NHL player, like the you, you mean to tell me that you're not going to be an NHL player? No, definitely not. You, you haven't started that process yet. Well, not with that attitude, you won't. Yeah, I'm just nowhere near it. good enough. But uh, you know, uh, no, you gotta you gotta manifest it. You gotta what is it? Yeah, manifest. I don't it. think any. You gotta, you gotta think positively, and I don't think any only thing sort of manifesting could ever for not either of us. <laughs> no, nope, manifesting nope, nope. is gonna get us to that point. Uh, it's <laughs> a bit too late now. You'd have to start <laughs> when you're like nope. five years old. Uh, <laughs> That's, no, no. I learned from your girlfriend that circumstances don't matter, sir. It's all, it's all up in your head. Yeah, you just, you I just don't go, see that I happening. I am an NHL player. You'll be an NHL player. <laughs> and boom. Well, hopefully. I'm gonna start doing that now. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start now. Mark your calendars right now. February. What is it? The 17th, 2022. Mark your calendars. I'm gonna start manifesting that I'll be an NHL player. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see. Sure. When I get to be like, look at me. Remember that? Remember that episode, the third episode mm-hmm. of, our, of our podcast. Well, guess where I'm at now. Yeah. <laughs> you imagine that? I wouldn't have to worry about what I'm doing for the rest of my life. Exactly. It'd be fantastic. I love it. I hate being in limbo. Yeah, but I was saying that, like, I think the chances, like, obviously, you know, anything's possible. You know, Henry <laughs> Lundqvist is a depth round draft pick and I think yeah you're talking shit about a fifth round and Henry Clunk was the Brandon same points like uh was he like a, a fifth or something I don't remember maybe it was a third so you can't know. you can't say shit about fifth round so I, anyway. I, would, I would watch yourself sir because next thing you know when you look at the, the stats freaking like Connor McDavid it, the stats don't lie where it's like 
obviously the top three usually go on to either have at least solid NHL careers. careers. Tend to. Obviously there's busts and everything, but for the most part they tend to. And then the top ten, for the most part, end up like they have a solid chance of becoming NHL regulars. And then there's apparently there's like a pretty steep drop off like not a super steep drop off, but like it like the further you go down, um, even like after like the fifteenth pick in the draft, it's like there's a pretty large drop off of guys that become NHL regulars apparently. Yeah, because it's like after the fifteen top players, yeah. you're 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 technically average after that compared to the fifteen. Oh yeah. So like my point is, is like when you're at the fifth round, it's like you're just shooting for the the stars and you're hoping that whoever they pick can become something. And you know they've ever I'll shoot for the stars. I I would I would shoot. I'll I'll take seventh yeah. round. I'll yeah, like take you the go last for it. You hope they become something. The draft. I would but do that. Chances are they, you know, won't. So it's just like the odds aren't in their favor. You know what's going to happen? You know what I mean? Just because you said that, they're going to have a spite against you. Just to spite you, they're going to become like the next Connor McDavid. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fair enough if they do. Good for Montreal if that happens. <laughs> they are obviously listening to this podcast and they are going yeah, to... They totally care um, about us. Yeah, yeah your, your average Joe armchair refs. Talking yeah. about hockey and drinking beers and eventually getting drunk if you drink enough of them. <laughs> eventually, yeah. And I'm playing. I've been playing it pretty safe. <laughs> I haven't gone too crazy, but yeah. We do. <laughs> Final topic before before the game. Um, Sidney Crosby scoring his 500th goal against the Flyers. <laughs> against against so the Flyers. Yeah. Um, that was yeah yesterday. From, uh, from I mean, recording, yeah. Whatever you think of him, he's absolutely a Hall of Famer. Whether you think he's like top five of all time or top ten or something, you know, that's that's up to you. But um, he's he's definitely up there, and he's absolutely a Hall of Famer. He's one of the one of the best. Um, same thing with Ovi. I think they're going to end up in kind of similar spots and people's rank like they would end up in similar spots in people's rankings where like obviously Ovechkin's known for, known for the goal scoring um, he has like obviously an all around game but mainly it's the goal scoring and then Crosby's just knowing for, known for you know that overall game where he's just kind of good at everything yeah it's I have a friend who's from Philly so I'm sure he's not happy at all I mean Overall, with the season that they're having, but especially with that, and he's probably like, of course, it had to be us. I'd be that way. <laughs> I'd be the same way. He's like, really? Against us, it has, he has to like score that milestone. Oh, did you see? Um, I think I don't know if the NHL posted about it. I think it was the NHL posted about it, and then Malkin commented on the post saying. Uh, he he congratulated himself and he tagged himself in the comment like congratulations on the assist. <laughs> I, I don't For think that goal. That, no. Yeah, <laughs> he congratulated That's... himself. It's like everyone's obviously everyone's congratulating Crosby and everything, but then he's like congratulations Malkin <laughs> to himself. That's a freaking power move right there. Yeah. 
It's funny. Okay, welcome back to the second ever segment of uh, Tipsy Twigs Trivia. It is an interactive drinking game with you guys, the listeners. Um, as as you should already have your favorite favorite or closest beverage to you, uh, and getting ready to to answer these questions with us. If you get it correct, you're safe. If you get them wrong, you drink alongside us. Uh, disclaimer: Please only drink if you're 21 or older. We do not condone underage drinking here at Tipsy Twigs. Alright, so this time, this episode, you know, we're doing some easy stuff right now. Just in case we have any new listeners or anybody new to hockey in general. Um, We did some hockey rules last, very basic hockey rules last episode. So this episode, we're going to do NHL logos, team logos, and see how well everybody does. Um, you know, further along, we will do more challenging questions. And so for the people who do have more hockey experience, uh, might have a little bit more fun with, with later later quiz. You have your your beverage you now of choice with you. I do. All right. First question for you. And for the listeners, of course. Um, A horse with fire coming out of its nose was once associated with what city's team? Calgary. Dallas. Okay, I was going to give you the options. (laughs) He just went straight for it. (laughs) You are correct. They they did it with the um, (laughs) reverse retros. (laughs) Go back to the horse. That's just my opinion. <laughs> I think it would probably look kind of cooler than this. I mean, those reverse looks cool. I like the logo, so I think it would look better. Yeah, that's true. It's a bit more, I guess, fierce or something. A lot of the reverse, reverse retros look cool. Except the bees, the Bruins sometimes, depends on which bear they put on. If they put the crack bear on, I'm not about <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm not about it. Something, somebody was on some stuff. All right, sorry, anyway. You're up. <laughs> All right. Which of these 2008 to 2009 teams did not have a logo portraying an animal holding a hockey stick? Pittsburgh Penguins, Nashville Predators, Atlanta Thrashers, or San Jose Sharks? Um, uh, I'm going to say Predators. The Predators? That was- you are correct. Ooh, yep. uh, San Jose has the shark biting it. Uh, the Atlanta had the bird logo holding the stick with its wing. And Pittsburgh, you know, the I penguin. I forgot Atlanta hockey. was... Yeah, I forgot the Atlanta was a thing. <laughs> that was a team. You forgot it was a team? For a while. <laughs> yeah, I did. I honestly yeah, was, it was like, Atlanta that then became... Um, Winnipeg Jets. All right, your second one. Uh, which of these 2009 teams did not have the letter C in some form on its main logo? Montreal Canadiens, Calgary Flames, Carolina Hurricanes, or Vancouver Canucks? Pretty sure. I can't. I don't know why I can't remember the Vancouver's logo, but 
Uh-oh. What do you got? Carolina has... I'm gonna go Carolina. Timer. It takes you off. Because they have the... Carolina. Yep, no, you're correct. Um, Carolina. They did not. Uh, Calgary... Uh, next question is, what logo appeared on the front of the jerseys for the Detroit Red Wings in the 2009 Winter Classic at Wrigley Field? The word Detroit. Old English D. Winged wheel. The word wings. <laughs> um, <laughs> further Winter Classic? Not the winged wheel, because they would have something different. So I'm going to say wings. The word wings. The I word wings. What I'm gonna. You miss. are wrong. The old English D. Uh, old English D is a symbol for Detroit. It's also used for the Detroit Trackers. It's like the one that. Has the it's just like the big T with the the uh, but the um, what the like that Duquesne's old logo um, I don't know oh if I that. oh oh it's that weird like font it's like they yeah. do with but it's in a weird font okay well I don't know the old English D kind of threw me off I was like I don't know what you mean by that but yeah. okay. <laughs> I guess they, like that seems a little bit too much. I guess the. Uh, I guess I'll drink up. <laughs> I might need a new beverage, you know, at the end of this. Okay, your next question. Uh, the Fleur de Lis appeared on which now defunct team's jersey? Quebec, Hartford, Winnipeg, or Atlanta? I mean, it's got to be Quebec, right? The, the, the French. Quebec. <laughs> well, yeah, it makes sense, right? French. <laughs> you are correct. They were traditionally three of these symbols on the bottom of the Quebec jerseys, which makes sense because they're the um, yeah. What's the, what, what do I know in French? I know uh, something... Parlez-vous français? Do you speak French? Is that what it is? Parle, yeah, parle I think I mean, if you want to say, like, it's probably really good anglais. He's like, oh, do you yeah, speak yeah. English? That one's a bit more. For us, that's a bit more. <laughs> I just remember <laughs> hearing somebody say, parlez-vous français. But yeah. Parlez-vous anglais. Anglais, is it? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? I think it's anglais. Or anglais. What's the word for bathroom? I don't remember that. I remember I knew it, but... I don't know. Is it Lou? No, That's very, very little English French. French. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I know E, deux, trois. E, deux, trois, quatre, cinq, six. Eight, oof, neuf, deux. Oof, neuf, oof, neuf. That doesn't sound right. Yeah, I think it's eight, nine, ten. It's oof, neuf, deux. Something like that. Oof, neuf, deux. Well, I think we're really... I don't know. We're uh, really be butchering this language right now. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize for any people who speak French that might be listening to this. Um, you know, if you'd like to give me some lessons, I would be down to try. French Canadians who uh, might be offended. <laughs> probably. We're like probably really f- messing up their, their language here. Yeah. Uh, 
what? Weeds, I feel like there's nuts. something in between. Oh, weeds. Yeah. Uh, uh, whatever. I, what I do know is that instead of, instead of saying like 60, they say like 320s or something like that. Like something weird mm-hmm. where, where like math is involved. And I'm like, why is math involved in counting? There shouldn't, I shouldn't have to do math in order to say a number. <laughs> anyway, uh, next question. Which of these 2009 teams' main logo did not have a human being on it? Chicago Blackhawks, Los Angeles Kings, Ottawa Senators. All of these did not. Well, that's Blackhawks. Or would it be Do not. Else? I mean, so like they, what? none of them have a human being on it. Uh, I'm pretty sure the Senators had a person on it. That's just that's just because it's Senators. And I thought the Kings had a. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Chicago. Chicago. My, my guess is Chicago. Chicago. No. What? It's uh, Chicago's got the uh, the uh, Native American head of the man, and then the Senators have the gladiator, and then LA has the. I'm pretty sure it's the crown, right? Yeah, well, I thought I thought it was different in 2009. I didn't think that they still had the head in 2009. Makes sense. Yeah, it's, it's always. I'm pretty sure it's always been like that, right? Shoot. All right. Well, I don't know. I might need another drink. <laughs> I think I'm almost out. The way this game is going, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna need one. Or we're just gonna do less questions because. All right. What color was the eye of the storm in the Carolina Hurricanes logo? Gray and white, yellow, red and black, or white? Holy shit. <laughs> Oh, come on, you know this. Like the center of it? <laughs> yes, the eye of the storm, which means the most middle of the logo. I know it's like an outline with white. And I know like the like the main part of it's red and black. Uh, so I'm so glad we've gotten all of the parts except for what you need. <laughs> the, the, the middle of the logo the uh, swirliness white white you're gonna I don't go with white white you're gonna go with white you're wrong red and black like uh, black is it just like the white is on the outside right the white is just to outline the swirliness of the storm <laughs> like that's all yeah. it really is it's not it's not the i don't know why i was thinking storm. that like it also kind of like outlined and went into the middle and, and like the very center is like white and like everything else is the red i don't know i haven't really like, looked at that logo recently so Wrong. drink up <laughs> next question is which team's away jersey had a logo with its state and a star over the city on the shoulder. The LA Kings, Washington Capitals, Dallas Stars, or Ottawa Senators? Dallas Stars. Are correct. That it one's pretty there. simple, though. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of obvious. I mean, I know the Capitals, they did. I don't think about Stars. You know, their New Jerseys are really, like, their New Jerseys are freaking fire, dude. Have you, the, that neon green and black? Oh, the, uh, they do? Dallas Stars? Yeah. yeah. 
That is like, like that. freaking nice. What I don't like is um, when LA. I don't know if they still do. I don't. I haven't watched an LA Kings game in a while, but I don't know if they still have them. But when they have the silver helmets, the crawl. I hate that. Helmets. I hate it. The gold helmets. Oh Um, my god. No, no, Vegas. Yeah, Vegas has the gold helmets, and I think that actually works. But like, LA doing the freaking silver chrome thing, I I hated it. I was like, are you kidding? I don't. I don't mind it. Do you really? Like, it's not. I don't like it. Great, but (laughs) (laughs) I think it's kind of. I think it's kind of cool. I don't like it at all. Like, I don't know why. I think it's like it just bugs me. Because like with Vegas, it makes sense. You're in freaking Las Vegas, Nevada. Like, of course you're gonna be flashy and over the top. You have to be. That's the place you're in. Like, of course they would have freaking gold helmets. But the fact that the Kings just was like, oh, they're doing that. We're gonna do it too now. It's like, oh. it's like no, it doesn't look good. Oh, yeah. So your last question is, what makes the eye on the animal? in the Minnesota Wild logo? It's another eye question. So you better better think this through. A mountain, a star, mountains. a tree, mountains in it, the sun. Pretty sure it's a star. Are you sure about that? Because it could be the sun. <laughs> You're gonna give me the answer. I told you it's oh, a star. Oh, you, you saying star? I thought you were still. I thought I. I thought I was gaslighting you enough to. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a star. The the eye of the animal is um, it's a star. Yeah, isn't it like a red it's star like a, or something? Yeah, it's red. It's like it's supposed to be yeah. like the outdoors or something like that. Yeah, it's supposed yeah, to be like, like the, the north star. It's like green and red and whatnot. So. Yeah. Last questions of last question of this game. I don't know if you finished your drink yet, but this is gonna have to be the last question because I am. This might uh, pretty much. <laughs> this out. might make it have to drink. I don't know. Oh, we'll see. Fantastic! <laughs> I love it so much. Which team had its state's flag as part of its main logo? St. Louis Blues, Boston Bruins, Columbus Blue Jackets, or New Jersey Devils? Devils. Devils. I'm... No, wait, and state flag are... or? It's state's flag no, as oh, part shoot. of okay, no, it's, not it's the devil's logo. <laughs> no, I was thinking of like, the, the state shape. No, okay, it's not the devil's, sorry. No, the flag is... Hear me drumming, but... What? I don't know if you can hear me drumming. <laughs> I can't <laughs> I hear you I think you like the probably not because it's far away from the yeah, that mic. State flag. I don't know what St. Louis is state flag is. I also don't know what Columbus's state flag is. Oh wait, no, it's Columbus. It's Colum- oh, yeah? It's Col- It's Columbus. It's you think Columbus. so? I, I, I. It's Columbus. You positive? Yeah, it's Columbus. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, uh, I think I recognize logo. it. Yeah. Um, of the Columbus Blue Jackets, the flag of Ohio going around. Yeah, star. no, as soon as I said, as soon as I said that, I went, oh no, I, I just like, I like pictured the, the, the jersey or whatever. I was like, oh, that's what, that's what that is. Because <laughs> I never like understood what it was, and then you said that, and I was like, oh no, that's what it is. It's just the flag. That will be the end of that today. Sorry for the short, short one, but we will, we will make it up to you in 
the next episode. Um, thanks for tuning in and following us from wherever you listen to our podcast. Uh, don't forget to follow us on the socials and YouTube. And we'll see you, Dusters, next week. <laughs>